is this for history? The sisters are going to win gold together. The Olympic champions, world champions, world record holders. They defend their title and they break the world record. Well done, Australia. Two gold medals on the opening night. The winner is Sydney. Australia has won the gold medal in the women's sevens rugby. Yes, you did get it. I was right. Pearson is the Olympic champion. We come here for silver. Stuff the silver. We come for the gold. This is a famous victory. A magnificent performance. What a legend. Ah, yes, mesdames and messieurs, welcome back to the Sitting on Our Rings podcast. It's been a little while. I'm your host, Brendan, and of course, I'm joined by my ever faithful co host, Trent. Say hello, Trent. Hello, Trent. (laughs) Welcome back. It's been a while. It has been a little while, and and again, it's my fault. It's, you know, that's right. Well, Father know, of a one-year-old. That's right. <laughs> you've got big things happening, but there's always time for sport. There is always time for sport. And um, there's been, well, we're about to have, particularly here in Australia, probably not so much for our, um, well, I won't say international listeners because it's obviously international, but our American listeners. Mm. Um, but coming up, we're about to have a plethora of, uh, of sport as the, uh, the 2022 Commonwealth Games gets underway in just over a month's time mm. on the 29th of July. And that's, that's what we're going to focus on today, um, is just sort of previewing the, the upcoming Commonwealth Games and, and how Australia is looking heading into Birmingham. But before that, um, you know, it's, it is an Olympic podcast, mm. um, but we, you know, so it, it has been a little while. So we're just going to have a little bit of a a Brisbane 2032 The International update. Olympic Committee has uh, the honour to announce that the Games of the 35th Olympiad are awarded to Brisbane, Australia. So yeah, look, it's we're actually nearing um, the ten years to go mm. mark. The twenty third of July yeah. uh, will mark ten years to go, which is it's got me thinking. It's like I know it's only very early days, but like, is there going to be a pin or something? Like, do you know <laughs> well, what I mean? Like, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, we'll be hunting around for those bloody oath. Like, I, I hope <laughs> and there's a couple of them. <clears throat> there's something to mark. You know, the mm. ten year to go point because I mean, usually. Yet you you know seven years six years whatever I mean mm. yeah this is a bit of a a bit mm. of a leeway in but still like mm. the ten year to go mark would be worth having something well, right. st- well, struck for and that's when we've got to pick a mascot yeah, well <laughs> I still reckon that could be a little little way <laughs> off but uh, look there there has been some movement um, when it comes to Brisbane twenty thirty two I'm sure a lot more than than we're even aware of. Um, the big thing that's happened in the last couple of months was that the the board has been mm. announced. 
Um, so of course, like the premier Anastasia Palaszczuk, um, who, who headed up the, the big committee and everything, um, she's, she's the minister for the Olympics. I think we've discussed this before cause it, that did happen a while mm. ago. Um, but since then, sort of the head of the, the committee, um, the president and the chairman, is is Andrew, is it Lavaris? Andrew Lavaris. Lavaris, yes. yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how to pronounce his surname. He's been tied up with like Dow and all sorts of companies over the years, like big business CEO guy, um, lived and worked in America for a long, long time. Um, he, sat at, he sat at the head of the table of quite a few boardrooms. He has, yes. Born in Darwin, so he's like he's an Aussie, um, and has yeah come back to to head this up. And uh, <clears throat> it, any press conferences and stuff that they've had, he's very um, well presented, well spoken. Mm. Um, seems to be very um, committed to to delivering mm. a, a great games. Um, has even admitted himself he doesn't know if he'll be there for the whole ten years. Um, he's he's there to do a job now. Mm. Um, but we'll, I guess we'll see. Mm. We'll see. We see him there in ten years' time at the opening <laughs> ceremony, addressing the, yeah. <laughs> the crowds. Um, along with Andrew, there's um, Rob Scott, who's um, a silver medalist in rowing from Atlanta. Um, there's uh, Sarah Kelly. Um, she's uh, she's not an athlete, um, but again, sort of a professor of marketing and law, and and you know, which you need a few of those, you know, business backgrounds and professionals. Yeah from that field in there that probably are non-sport related as well. Yeah. And then like, again, like Brett Clark, um, managing director of like e-pharmacy and, and a partner with Chemist Warehouse, which is a huge pharmacy, um, um, chain here in Australia. Mm. Um, and then Shelly Rees, um, she's been co-chair of Reconciliation Australia. Um, a lot of boards when it comes to indigenous, Mm. um, you know, cultures and things like that. So, that that's the board um, that's heading up that, that makes up the the Brisbane twenty thirty two organising committee at the moment, uh, and then in early May we had a visit from the um, nineteen seventy six fencing gold medalist Thomas Bach. <laughs> I think that's the only title he goes by. I'm not <laughs> yes, more than likely, likes to let us know that he is an Olympic gold medalist. Um, that must be in all press releases. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> uh, of, of course, the, the IOC president, um, Thomas Bach, was was here. Uh, he'd done a tour of sort of the Pacific region mm. um, and then ended that uh, by coming to Brisbane and, and the Gold Coast. I think he went to the Sunshine Coast. I yep. think they sort of visited all three mm. major, major sites. Did the usual thing of, you know, visiting venues, potential venues, um, watching kids play sport. There seemed to be a lot of that, yes. watching kids play sport. As is a stock standard. Um, actually, was, old T-Bark took a tumble at one of the visits. He <laughs> was doing fencing with a kid and went ass overhead. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but the kid's okay. Yes. Well, yeah, that's the main thing. Um, but, I mean, yeah, so he he, he was with um, Kirsty Coventry because um, she's part of the uh, IOC yeah, she's quite high up there now. I yeah, think. and yeah. I think she's going to play, from what all the, the media at the time, she's going to be playing a big role when it comes to sort of overseeing the development of, of Brisbane's mm. Olympics um, for 2032. So they all seemed very happy with, with what they saw. They were singing Brisbane's praises. Um, I think, you know, now with, you know, no quarantine, 
here in Australia that you'll get all those Olympic representatives coming here a lot more. Yes. Now that travel's kind of open again without restrictions. Yeah, that's mm. true. Um, because, yeah, the, the whole... the the thing that they're really pushing with the IOC, and you'll have to forgive them for some reason, like all the planes in the world have decided to fly for <laughs> now or a recording. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, they, I've completely lost my train of thought now from that bloody plane. Um, that's right. So Thomas, like they visited the Pacific region because I, be- I think the IOC really wants to push. I mean, yes, this is Brisbane's games and Australia's games, but they really want to make it a Pacific region game. So mm. it's sort of bringing in sort of the, you know, the the islands and, yeah, and think, that sort of stuff. And I stuff. think you'll find, you know, as we move closer to there, that a lot of the qualifying events will probably happen mm. on some of these islands, you know, continental championships and Oceania championships. Yeah, makes for sense. For quota places, mm. for all the sports will probably happen here to have that focus on Australia and Oceania and all the Pacific islands. Yeah, no, for sure. And whilst uh, the IOC president was here and everything... Um, one of the reasons that he was in the area is um, some more big news when it comes to Olympics in Australia. John Coates has stepped down as head of yeah. the Australian Olympic Committee after, God, how many years? A long time. <laughs> well, you know, since I've been interested in the Olympics. So you know, back over in the 30 90s, years, yeah. Um, he was always a figure around the place. Yeah. So he's he's stepped down from his role Um just because I think he's, he's like we said, he's been in it for so long. And Ian Chesterman um, got voted in, which was no real surprise. I mean, he's been, um, he was chef de mission at the last Olympics, was chef de mission at a few winter Olympics mm. um, prior to that. So, you know, he's he's been around the AOC for a long time. So it's it's in good hands. So I'm, I am curious to see what happens with Coatsy moving forward. Um, he's keeping his position on the IOC. Um, it's still my dream for <laughs> for him to become His Excellency, Excellency. and uh, have we can call him that. Yeah, have him have him as he's um, known on our podcast <laughs> as His Excellency, as the IOC president. That that would be amazing. And uh, you know, look, he's I think he's not a, he's not an old man. I mean, imagine if he could be there for for Brisbane twenty thirty two. I think you know, come closer to the time he'll be around a lot, and he'll have a definitely have a presence here and. In Brisbane, you know, it's probably, it'll be the last Olympics he might see in Australia. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's been, it'll be 32 years since the last one by the mm. time they come around. So, mm. look, fingers crossed. We're, we're not, you know, nothing against Bark, but I hope he falls over so we can push. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited when he, when he fell ass overhead. Fall, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> he might fall on a sabre, maybe. <laughs> He's done for. Get Coatsy in there. But no, not to be. Um, and also, too, I think with our recent change of government, mm-hmm. uh, three places have to were vacated on the board as well, like the, the sports minister and stuff. Oh, okay, and like yeah. That, like, I think they, the three of them had, well, I think Anastasia accepted their resignations because, mm-hmm. you know, our new prime minister has to choose yes. three new people because when they were constructing the board, that was part of the split of federal and state governments funding yes. everything. it was a liberal government. Was that the prime minister can choose five people yeah. to go in there. <clears throat> and yeah, for the people who don't know, we had a federal election about a month and a half ago, almost. Mm-hmm. Um a bit less, but uh, yeah, we've had a change of government. So, yeah, that's actually a good point. I yeah, so of that. I, I don't think their replacements have been chosen yet. I'm no. not too sure, but I know that three of them had to to ruin other than I think particularly Richard Colbeck, I think, who was the federal sports minister. Mm. Like, yeah, 
interesting times ahead. But that's, you know, Brisbane 2032 is still 10 years and one month away from us. Mm. Um, well, you know, it's Moonhead like, you know, all the public transport's still going pretty strong in the city. You know, oh, Brisbane, the is, city Brisbane is just having a massive facelift. Like you can't, you look over towards the city and there's just cranes. Yeah, that's right. You, um, know, the bri- you know, the extra bridges are being built mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. All our underground railroad system, which will make it, very easy to get around the city. Yeah. All the different venues. You know, the plans for Brisbane Live are still happening, that big arena mm-hmm. around Roma Street Parklands. So I saw the other day they're doing up um, the Powerhouse, which is another sort of arts entertainment precinct in Brisbane. It's getting a complete facelift, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they actually said at the end of the news report, like, you know, and by the time 2032 rolls around, it'll be a, a destination mm. for, for people to come and see. And, mm. and you know... In our, like, you know, where I live in the Redlands, that's where the um, Canoe Slalom course is going to be built. Mm-hmm. Brand new, one of the new venues being created. And in the local paper, they had, like, you know, an artist's impression of what the venue oh, would cool. look like. Of course, we have local protesters who don't want it there, but it's more or less that's where it's going to go. Yeah. No, like, you know, there, there's trees, gum trees, and eucalypt trees around stuff, you know, koala habitats, et cetera, et cetera. But it's going there, and they probably don't realize, you know, the the all the benefits that will come from the construction of that course because mm. you know after the olympics it's a legacy venue so it'll still be used world cups world championships yeah that brings sure. athletes coaches money medical <laughs> mu- medical teams which turn you know they want to eat food <clears throat> stay yep. in our accommodation so yeah look it, it is it's exciting and like you say it's 10 years away and you do think geez that's you know that's such a long way away mate it's almost 12 months since it was announced mm. that feels like a couple and of months ago. Paris is only yeah. two years away now. I mean, you know, just reading different articles all across place, like, you know, sometime towards the end of the year, qualifying events for Paris mm-hmm. start at the end of this year. Yeah, it's it's so. it's going to be here before we know it. And mm. uh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a little bit, you know, closer to where we are at the moment mm. is, is Birmingham um, 2032, the Commonwealth Games, uh, following on from... Queensland's very own Commonwealth Games four years ago on, on the, the Gold, Gold Coast, Coast, which which listeners would know that that Trent and I are both yeah. very much a part of. <laughs> we were definitely a part of that one. Um, so know? yeah, upcoming Commonwealth again. That's that's four years has gone so fast. Mm. Um, so I, I, like we did with uh, Tokyo, Trent's done uh, quite a bit of uh, research. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure I know listeners know that I've all about the facts and it facts would have been but sometimes it's entertaining to learn that if you don't have the time to research it yourself and you know it would have been um a, a task i'm sure that you would have just <laughs> dreaded doing yeah oh, i hate <laughs> doing it a bit minute. of homework for, I hated every minute <laughs> for of the it. podcast <laughs> um so look yeah fire away trent with some of the the information that you've got you know yeah okay as, as, the, as the episode is called bring on birmingham let's, yeah, let's exactly. see what we're looking at you know and we'll, we can chat about the different things there um well, you know, firstly, obviously the dates are for the 29th of July to the 8th of August. Uh, there's going to be about 72 Commonwealth nations competing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the first time, I think, uh, Barbados is going to be there as a republic. Okay. Yep. Um, and probably that's going to add up to about 5,000 athletes altogether. So th- that's a nice big games for there in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and maybe if you remember, these games were previously awarded to Durban, Durban. in South Africa. Yes, I and, do. Uh, you know, unfortunately, they 
couldn't end up hosting them for a whole lot of various reasons or basically it was taken off them. Political. Look, it, and look, it is <laughs> worth mentioning before you go any further, it, it is something that we probably need to bring up. Australia hosted the last Commonwealth Games, mm. um, which was um, obviously um, 2018. Prior to that was Melbourne in 2006 and before that was here in Brisbane in 1982. Mm. So, you know, quite a bit of time between between drinks, mm. <laughs> um, particularly 82 to 2006. Mm. We are hosting them again um, mm. in four years' time. In re- uh, vi- regional Victoria. Yeah, mm. because, I mean... It is tough to say that no one wanted them. Um, I, I don't think that's completely accurate. But no. given the circumstances that the world was in the last couple of years, mm. yeah, no one was putting their hand up. No, and, I mean, and you know, the fact that Durban had these ones taken off them, um, it has been a bit of a struggle for the, the, the Commonwealth Games Federation. And they actually had to approach Australia because they were looking, they were staring down the barrel of hosting these games this year and not having another host city or host region mm. lined up for the next lot. Because you need four years to prepare you for do. it. Um, so, yeah, regional Victoria is is hosting the Commonwealth Games, so Australia will have them back in four years' time. Mm. Um, so uh, now I've got to sideline all the money that oh. I was saving for, Bris- <laughs> for Brisbane Olympics, so I've got to do another fund as well. So instead of, you know... Twenty dollars in the account has to be ten in each. I I think I'll still be focusing on Brisbane. Well, I, I'm, I'm still going to do that. But <laughs> yeah, I have I, to make I a sideline for Melbourne. Um, but yeah, look, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't know if I'll get down. Like, it would be great if they host some stuff um, around the country, like like basketball tournaments mm. and stuff like they do. Um, it'd be great to get along to something. Uh, but you know, I, I just don't know. Like yeah. Brisbane I is mean, my focus. I've done a Com Games now, and yes. we went pretty hard yes. in 2018. Yes. My focus is Brisbane, but yeah. look, it it is, and I think we've mentioned it on this show before. I know you and I have definitely mentioned it in conversations ourselves. I know some people poo-poo the Commonwealth Games. Oh, it's not the Olympics, and oh, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter. It's just like no, like every region has a multi-sport event. They do, like There's you know, Pan American Games, yes. Asian Games, and that's this their is our version of that. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> Pardon me, and. It's important because if you look at, I mean, look, just the last Commonwealth Games, for example, one of the breakout athletes from those Commonwealth Games was Ariane Titmus. Mm. Look what she did, well, three three years later, mm. <laughs> uh, you know, at the Olympics. That's right. Uh, Ian Thorpe's breakout was the 98 Commonwealth Games. In, in well, to be fair, it was the 97 World Championships. But in terms <laughs> of th- that, you know, it was... Like a multi-sport yeah, event. Yeah, it was yeah. the 98 Commonwealth Games. I mean, the Campbell sisters, Stephanie Rice. Um, God, I could keep going. But, like, if you think of all these Olympic champions mm. that we have, their break at Sally Pearson, mm. their well, break at... Yana Pittman's biggest yes. success, apart from being a world champion, her biggest success at multi-sport... Kathy Freeman. ...was, yeah. 94 Com Commonwealth Games. Games. That's right. You know, like... They have their big breakouts are at a Com Games and then they go on in two to six years' time mm. and become the you know, mm. household names like well, they are now. Like you know, well that's exactly right. But it's a good way, you know, to experience a multi sport event it like is. that to getting used to an athlete's village. Correct. Training, you know, sharing venues and food halls with 
other athletes from around the world. As, so it's a really important stepping stone yeah. as a Commonwealth Games. So, so, you know, it it does bug me that, that they, like I said, people sort of poo-poo them a bit. But I, these people, <laughs> they are uneducated, but they, I don't think they understand, like you said... You know the Pan American Games, the, the Pan Pacific Games, or something. Then you've like your Asian, Asian games, games and There's things like that. The European like, Games yes. were held just recently. The Asian Games are upcoming. Yeah, so. like every region have their smaller. That's what makes the Olympics so special. Mm. Not every event can be the Olympics, mm. but the Commonwealth Games are still a sporting spectacle. And mm. you know that. Well, and you know, I think it's important. Like in the Commonwealth Games too, for athletes from smaller Commonwealth countries to build, you know, to, uh, to for training and building and to compete in internationally against athletes um, from other bigger Commonwealth nations, you know, gives a chance for smaller regions like, you know, Vanuatu and those Who kind of countries. Who may not qualify for an Olympics That's for something, right. you know. But, you know, you know, their women won the beach ball, uh, beach volleyball bronze medal. Mm. Like, you know, they would probably never qualify at and for an Olympic Games, but it's great exposure for those athletes. Yeah. And, you know, God, yeah. for them, that could be the pinnacle of their of their career. And it's, I still think it's really important. It is. So it is like, really important. It's like a grassroots kind of thing, a building blocks for, for bigger things. Mm. And for like some of our American listeners who might not realise too, um, when it comes to you, your British nations um, for the Commonwealth Games because at the, at the Olympics it's just Great Britain, mm. so England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Mm. Um, you and, know, and all the, like the little players get like Guernsey, yes, and Jersey, Isle of Man, yeah, all, all, those, all, all... all come under the flag of Great Britain. Mm. When it comes to the Com Games, they come under their own flags. Yep, they split up. So which is which is good because again, that's their nations who don't get to be on the world stage that. Often, like you know, and, in and, terms you know, of in terms of your multi-sport events, because they right. just get and rolled into Great, Great Britain. Britain, and that's right, and that gives athletes better chance to qualify in their sports to represent the you know their place of birth. I, I watched an Olymp- uh, uh, Olympic uh, Commonwealth Games bronze medal basketball game between New Zealand and Scotland. Yeah. Scotland, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like and that that's great to yeah. see that sort of thing, and you you wouldn't see that as a when you go to the Olympics. games competing at Great Britain. A lot of the time, <laughs> there's only a place for one, two, or three athletes. Mm-hmm. Or Great Britain might not qualify as a team in team sports and stuff. Yeah, but if you compete for Scotland or Wales or England, Jersey, Guernsey, mm. Isle of Man, all those kind of places, you know, that gives them a, a chance to be seen on the world stage. Yeah, bit of a tangent, but uh, worth mentioning. But yeah, so that they keep, understand. Keep, yeah. keep going, fire away. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's 20 sports at the Commonwealth Games. Um, no, not as many as the Olympics, but then again, there is also different, different. sports here at the Commonwealth Games as well. Your um, favourite squash. Yeah. <laughs> I still think should end up one yeah. day being an Olympic event. Um and also, too, the Commonwealth Games has their core sports and their optional sports. Just recently, they had a bit of they had a board meeting and changed some of the core and the optional sports. Mm-hmm. So, core sports, which means they have to be held at every Commonwealth Games, no matter what. You've got athletics, badminton, boxing, hockey, lawn bowls, netball, mm-hmm. uh, rugby seven, squash, swimming, and weightlifting. Okay, so they always have to be held at every Commonwealth Games. Um, and they've added five new ones in in the last board meeting, which was road cycling. Mm-hmm. You know, and a side note from that, track cycling is optional. Wow. 
Yes. Would you? Wouldn't you think that you think track cycling other, yeah. would be the yeah. core sport? Track cycling is actually optional. Interesting. So it's road cycling that is uh, the new course. The only thing I can think of for that could be a cost saving thing because not everywhere is going to have a velodrome. velodrome. Yeah, but everywhere I guess will have roads. Has roads. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, is that would be very true. Have to be the only reasoning for it. Yeah, that I can I, imagine. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, judo has been added in as a core sport. It wasn't at uh, got the Gold Coast. I didn't think so. No, yeah. it wasn't at the Gold Coast. Um, triathlon was added in as core table tennis and surprisingly wrestling. Okay. So, and um, the Commonwealth Games only does freestyle. They don't do Greco-Roman, yep. whereas the Olympics has both of those. Well, they've got all the pots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with the rules on it. Yeah. The Aussies from 20 years ago will get that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andrew's laughing right now. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew would understand exactly. <laughs> uh, and um, so there's new mandated para sports as well. Excellent. Of course. That's the other thing we haven't mentioned. We haven't yeah. mentioned, which is which would be good to mention, is that uh, the Commonwealth Games is fully integrated with able-bodied and para sports and all the medals count mm-hmm. on a medal table. They do. And, you know, it's one of the biggest uh, inclusions of para sport at, at any multi-sport event games mm-hmm. in the world. Probably one of the biggest. A lot of the Asian games and um, European games, they don't include para sport at all. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's great. It, yeah. They so get show, showcased a lot which during I the think Com is, Games. Yeah, it was a really important thing the Commonwealth Games did, I think. So, you know, they've had, so they've had ma- para sport mandated in as to mm-hmm. be permanent uh, with athletics, lawn bowls, swimming, and weightlifting, which, is, of course, is called powerlifting yes. there. Um, and so they've, uh, added in a few optional sports as well to make, to, to part, to make sure that they're included as, uh, if, uh, the host country wants to have them, mm-hmm. um, archery and shooting are optional, surprisingly, which on a side note of that, um, Birmingham is not holding shooting because they were saying that they couldn't find a venue for it. So um, it upset a lot of shooting nations, and particularly India. Yeah, because they do really well. Yeah, and so and also India pushed for archery to be included as well because that was last held in Delhi, but hasn't been back on the program since. Um, so and India was pushing for both of those sports to be included. So what they um, came up with was something called the Commonwealth, the Commonwealth Shooting and Archery Championships, which were scheduled to be held in India, so that. Um, those two so the athletes in those sports could have like a you know a mo- an event yeah. an event and interestingly what was going to happen is at the conclusion of the closing ceremony those medals one were going to be added to oh, your cool. medal table so Fair they enough. they weren't being played at the commonwealth games but they were included as proper medal sports Interesting. So, but unfortunately they were cancelled late <sighs> last year because of covid and the covid restrictions even though now they probably could have been held back then mm. uh, they were unfortunately cancelled um also too on that so beach volleyball has been chosen as an optional sport now so yep. it'll be in birmingham as well uh rhythmic gymnastics and then the the track and mountain bike cycling is an optional sport now um and they've included some Para sport is optional as well, which is wheelchair basketball, um, the para track cycling, table tennis, and para triathlon. Mm. So you're going to have lots of para sport. Because I know um, basketball is featuring in Birmingham, but as the three on three. Yes, yeah, so, and I had a big note here because I know that basketball's yeah. your kind of kind of jive. Um, so yeah, so basketball is not even an optional sport, um, but it can be included if 
a host nation wants to mm. uh, add it to the program, but they change the format to make it three-on-three three basketball. So do you think it'll come back to be being full team or it's just three-on-three three as an option I now? I think the board being decided that if you want to include basketball, it has to be three-on-three. Three, oh, okay. Interesting. I think maybe a little bit that's probably included to do with uh, in a lot of Commonwealth nations, basketball probably isn't a really big sport where they would struggle to put it's a team together and to give universality. <laughs> you know that Australia will take the gold in it. it. You know, unless there was an upset, New Zealand were to get mm. it because that was a big upset at the Gold Coast. Is that um, Canada beat New Zealand in the medal in the, like at the quarterfinal? Sorry, the semi-finals for the medal rounds. Because it was expected to be Australia versus New, New Zealand, Zealand for for the gold That's medal, right. and, and Canada beat, medal, yeah, put them yeah. in the bronze medal with with Scotland, as I mentioned before. But I mean, I think, I mean, I get it. Um, the three on three basketball, I think, has the potential to be the new beach volleyball in terms of that party crowd, you know, that yes. party because yeah, there's always the music playing, yes. and it's very quick, so it can be really engaging yes. for for all the and like for less, spectators, you know, less money to hold. Like I, I get it, so it is cool that, it, mm. that the, the and option is like there. There's like some Commonwealth nations do do quite well at three on three basketball mm. as well, so that's probably opens been, it up a bit more. Might have been one of the reasons why they changed it. Yeah. Um, so another interesting fact is that um, Commonwealth Games you can have no more than four team sports per games. Okay. So you can, you can choose the, the uh, out of the um, the core sports from the optional, but you can have no more than four team sports, but you need to have four team sports. Um, and also, too, an interesting thing, which is um, now is the gender parity for the Commonwealth Games. Um, so this is actually going to be the first multi-sport games ever in the world, up until now, that actually has more medal events for women than men. I had read that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, like you know, not the European Games or any Pan American or Asian Games is actually the first multi-sport event in the world to have more uh, events for women, and which brings us to and the new sport that's been uh, back on the program now is cricket. <laughs> yes. Which is being played in the T Twenty format, mm-hmm. and it's for women only. Yes, and cricket featured in '98. And it As, hasn't featured since, has it? It has not featured that since. That was the I first think, and yeah, only? Australia won the gold medal there. Mm-hmm. I think one of the European nations got the silver and I think it, New Zealand got the bronze medal. Mm. But yeah, it's been off the program ever since. But yeah. I think bringing it back on like that, and T20 is a very quick format. Yeah, so look, I, we're both not cricket fans. Um, but if cricket were to be part of a multi-sport program somewhere... It makes sense for it to be in the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Because it is played predominantly by Commonwealth nations. That's right. Um, and, you know, now outside of Commonwealth Games, all those countries have to play as West Indies, mm-hmm. but all those individual countries now can play as their own as yeah. their own nations, their own Caribbean nations. Mm. Yeah, no, so that, that makes sense. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. So I would assume that that's probably would stay on the on the program for, for Melbourne. Yeah, I would and imagine. potentially leading up to Brisbane, you know, host cities are allowed to choose sports as well. I wouldn't be surprised if further down the track, Australia want to try and have cricket added. Yeah, I, has I to still be, don't know. There has to be a certain amount of countries around the world that play oh, it. Yeah, obviously. But but you, if that happened, happened, you could see America, USA rushing together to put a good cricket team together. <laughs> it's even trying. <laughs> And of course, three on three basketball is making its debut at these games. 
Um, so that gives us 280 finals across 20 sports, and which is bringing us to there will be 136 events for women and 134 for men. Mm-hmm. And obviously netball is also female, female only. only. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's another sport. Um, I mean, obviously they've got their world championships and stuff like that, but um, Commonwealth Games netball, people, again, like our American listeners and stuff, it, it draws a big crowd. And like, mm. it's one of like the Blue Ribbon events, like, because mm. it, it's always either Australia versus New Zealand or Australia versus England mm. for the gold. Um, it's it is it's it's either the, it's didn't and didn't Australia lose by like one they point? They did. I was watching it on the, I was yep. watching it on the bus on the back way back to the hotel after watching Australia win gold in the basketball. Mm. Um, I was watching the gold medal match and yeah, we, it was like. Like, I think I might even went into overtime, I yes, think. Yes, I think so. And it was yeah. like... Because you obviously can't have a draw. Yeah, and it was like a heartbreaking loss for yep. Australia. But yeah, that's another one and where And then it's the first team to score, not at the end of an over, of an extra time, whatever. <clears throat> it's the first team to score yeah. once it's in there. Yep. It, um, that's another sport that, yeah, that come, come every four years, Commonwealth Games, it gets a lot of notoriety Mm. and also you know don't forget like you know rhythmic gymnastics is women only as well Mm -hmm. so like you know i think that's great that to have such gender parity and also you know it can be the first multi-sport event in the world to have more events for women than men so that i think that's really good um and something a bit interesting that i found in some research in february 20 like in february this year esports was included as a demonstration sport which I did not know that. Yeah, I... I mean, yes, it's just people sitting in a chair in front of a computer screen. I know screen. it's a thing, but I don't know. I oh. I know, but I, look, I guess they're going to try it out and see because really at these, you know, multi-sport events, esports is not included in any multi-sport mm. event to have it as a demonstration sport there. I'm just still, I'm still getting my head around skateboarding, yeah. <laughs> being in the Olympics. <laughs> esports is a whole other kettle of fish that I, I'm not prepared to. <laughs> yeah, because I would find it interesting that as spectators, if it was in an arena, would be sitting in a chair watching other mate, people they, sitting in a they chair. Do, like there's, there's e-sport. events that happen around the world and like they fill stadiums. Yes, yes. Yeah, like exactly. there's there's money in it. <laughs> yeah, well that's right, and that's I think maybe why they're trying it. So you know they're doing it as a demonstration sport for men and for men and women in three different events. There's like Dota two, which I have no idea what that is. Um, e football, and then Rocket League. Okay, so they're yeah. the three things. I don't know whether they are going to count as proper medal. To the, I don't to know. The I, I usually demonstration sports don't. No, but it's, they're usually trials and tests to see how they would work in a yeah. sport event like that. But I thought that was really interesting. It's interesting, but we'll see what it happens. It doesn't interest to see me whether, whether it gets any <laughs> any any television airing time as well. Yeah, yeah, look, it'll probably be one that you can get, watch on the Channel Seven app. Yes, that's <laughs> <You're> true. <in> <laughs> yeah. But <coughs> pardon me. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll the traditionalist in me doesn't yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also to, you know, just like a, on a little Olympic thing is the track cycling is going to be held at the Lee Valley Velodrome in London, which is, of course was where the 2012 mm-hmm. Olympic, uh, track cycling was held, particularly because they don't have a, a really, yeah. a suitable velodrome anywhere around there. So that's going to be held down in London, a little bit away from Birmingham, but you know, I guess that's what those stadiums are built for, for and legacy well, venues. Yeah. Like that. And it's also like, you got to remember too, these things and we're seeing it we're seeing it now. Um, we saw it with the Gold Coast. Um, these things are going to be start coming more and more regional. It's mm. not just going to be 
And it is like for us, it's not just Brisbane. Yeah. It's, it's the region of Southeast Queensland with Brisbane being the capital. Yeah. Um, and it's the way of the to future. You, like yep, to it, use existing venues. Yeah. Like, well, like Victoria Commonwealth Games is a regional one as yeah. well. Four different cities. It's it's to make these things accessible and more importantly affordable mm. for countries because yeah, mm. <laughs> which is interesting soon the um. I think the the bill for the Tokyo Games is going to be released soon. The final figure, yeah, <laughs> it's, that's tough. Hey, yeah, which because of course you know would have blown out of proportion with all the COVID protocols. Well, I mean, just had. just delaying it that twelve mm-hmm. months cost so much so money. That's it's coming up soon, so yeah, it's <laughs> tough because I mean you can't really compare that no, to and any because Tokyo was supposed to be you know one of the first you know um, games where you know it wasn't to cost. Yes, too much more, you know, to to for a city to break even on it, but unfortunately, that especially having to refund all the tickets, yeah, so that's a lot of money. Ironically, it'll probably still be less than Rio yeah. and than <laughs> Athens. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that's some little facts about the Commonwealth Games. Um, yeah, and now we've got something good. Uh, we can talk about our Australian team. We always like to do that. We do, yeah. Uh, so be it the 22nd appearance for Australia at a Commonwealth Games. And they've been at every game since 1930. I think that's when they were known as the, as the, the Empire, British Empire Games. Games. Yeah. That's right. Um, and uh, Patria Thomas is our chef de mission. Mm-hmm. We all know Patria from the Olympics and Commonwealth Games, multi-medalist in Butterfly. Got her gold in Athens. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so um, I guess we'll start with the athletics. Um, uh, the team's not fully selected yet for athletics uh, because particularly we have the World Championships in athletics coming up in just under a month. Which is being broadcast on SBS here in that Australia. That is correct, yeah. Yes. I mean, I personally, you know me, I love you athletics. You love your athletics, and yeah. I, like, I, it's going to be in the middle of the night, so I'll have to... Where's it being held? In Oregon in USA. Oh, okay, fair yeah, enough. So it's literally going to be <laughs> on while I'm sp- supposed to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think they'll probably add more athletes based on performances there and, you know, if athletes get qualifying times mm. uh, as well. So, But they have selected a few athletes um, in... In the men, you've got uh, our Olympic bronze medalist, Ashley Maloney, in the decathlon, um, and Matthew Denny, who was fourth in the discus. Mm-hmm. Um, Curtis Marshall, who uh, was a gold medalist in, on the Gold Coast in the men's pole vault. Uh, you know, and, of course, we all remember Peter Boll. Peter Boll. I was about uh, to say, yep. Peter Boll's got to be in there. He was fourth in, in Tokyo. Um, he hasn't been officially selected, but he's probably going to be a likely selection because he's just set you know another Australian record <coughs> mm-hmm. in that event. And another athlete... Uh, Oliver Hoare, who was a fifteen hundred meter finalist, he's just set two Australian records as well. Mm. So, so you know, fortunate surname, but great athlete. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> right. And so, I think, that, like, and I think uh, this particular Commonwealth Games, we're probably going to see a lot more medals on the track than what we probably mm-hmm. have ever, that we've had in quite a long time now, because Australia can seem to compete with those Commonwealth nations, like yeah. Kenya and Ethiopia, those kind of things. Uh, for the women, uh, has been selected um, Nicola McDermott, who was the silver medal in the um, javelin, and Eleanor Patterson, who came fifth. Uh, Nina Kennedy, who's in the pole vault, she was a bronze medalist on the Gold Coast, and uh, Kelsey Lee Barber, who won uh, the bronze medal in the javelin, um, and she's the current world champion. Yep. Um, so yeah, but there's much more athlete. That's usually where our biggest amount. What about of our athlete. high jumper? Um, uh, Nicola, Nicola McDermott, high jump, I should say. Oh yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. javelin. She was uh, silver in the high jump. Yeah, where Eleanor Patterson finished fifth there. Yes. Um, uh, I guess the next was badminton. So there's singles, doubles, and mixed doubles. 
Um, we've got a couple of Tokyo Olympians in there, Gronya Somerville and Wendy Chen. That's um, pretty much all a brand new, brand new team. A lot of people retired after Tokyo, and particularly here uh, at the Olympics, it's very hard for Australia to qualify in mm. those places because badminton is not a big sport here, and it doesn't get funded as much as what no. other sports do. But in the Commonwealth, we can compete in, in and send multiple athletes in all the three different events there. Mm-hmm. So you know, we've picked up a couple of medals here and there. Yeah. Um, so you've got the three-on-three basketball. So the men and women qualify directly. Banks based on their world rankings. You know, Australia actually has a very, very good women's three-on-three basketball team. And we were looking really good for the Olympics. But at the Olympic qualifier late last year, um, Australia lost in the last match by, like, I think, like, one point mm. to be to not, gain direct, not get accepted to the uh, Olympic Games, which I think they probably might have done well at because our women's team is very, very good. Yeah. Just did not have luck on the day, unfortunately. And you only sport. get one chance in qualifying events. That's yeah. sport. Uh, beach volleyball's back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think you have an affinity with who our, <laughs> who our uh, representatives are going to be. Yeah, who won I, the silver medal. Yes, in on Tokyo. The Gold Coast. Oh, on the Gold Coast and Tokyo. And yeah. Tokyo, they got the silver medal as well. Uh, Taliko Clancy and uh, Maria Faye. Maria Faye, yep. Um, unfortunately, they didn't have a very good world championships and were knocked out in the quarterfinals. I, I thought they would have made it, but, you know, as you said, that's sport. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you only get one chance on the day, don't you? Um, and then, of course, Australia was a gold medalist for the men. Chris yes. Hughes coming back again with a new partner. So that'll be beach volleyball is always a really fun sport. I love that sport. Like, yeah. it's so good. And it, it, the thing I love about beach volleyball is you don't need to know anything. Like, you can be an absolute novice and know nothing about the sport, mm. sit down and watch it, and in, within five to ten minutes, if that, yep. you, you've picked up on it. Like, well, it's right. a very easy sport to follow and, and, and pick up on, yeah. You know, and... um it's great crowd atmosphere there. Oh, it's with, awesome. With the music and everything. Unfortunately, in Tokyo, there was no crowds, yeah. but it would have been such a great a great yeah. atmosphere there. Um, also, too, we've got boxing. So, um, there's 11 boxers chosen across the men and, across the men and women. Um, uh, there's only one Olympian returning this year, and uh, all the other men are making their Commonwealth Games debut. And uh, in the women, you've got Caitlin Parker, who was a Tokyo Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, and she won silver um, on the Gold Coast. And Kay Scott won bronze on the Gold Coast. So they're returning. But it's pretty much a, a brand new brand new team for boxing. And Australia Yeah, does Sky, pick, Sky's not competing, is she? No. She's not. No, no. I think she's she, doing a lot of stuff overseas at the moment. Yeah, I, know. I think her focus is not to have the heartbreak that she got in Tokyo and she yeah. and she really wants to focus on getting getting an Olympic medal in yeah. Paris. And so, fair enough too. Yeah, She's absolutely. only young. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, it's a fair and we just pick up a few medals in boxing. Mm. I mean she got a Commonwealth well. Games gold. Like, that's right. Yep. You, you know? know and you know and boxing's one of the sports there where, you know, when you lose a semi final, you automatically get a bronze medal just so that you don't have to compete again. Mm-hmm. And so with someone walking away in fourth place to come, you know, at having been punched in the face for no reason. <laughs> um, you know, you've got the T20 cricket. Australia's the world number one team, yep. so they gained uh, direct entry. Full of big names: um, Elise, per- Elise Perry, Elisa Healy, Meg Lanning. Uh, in Australia's group, you have Barbados, India, and Pakistan. Okay, so it's a, a com- that, that's a competitive group. Yeah, that's probably the group of death <laughs> for it. Um, but the I th- women's. T20 World Cup is 
this year yeah, in Australia? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's correct, yep. So, you know, that would be interesting to see um, what nations emerge as the medalists for that one. Um, uh, for cycling, on the road, um, that's been selected. Rowan Dennis, who was a, on the in the time trial um, and the road race, he won the bronze medal in Tokyo for the time trial. And um, in the women, you've got um, some 2018 medalists returning as well. Yep. Uh, the mountain bike has Dan McConnell in it, um, who won bronze in Glasgow. Uh, so, and which brings us to the track cycling, which we can probably say Tokyo was pretty much a disappointment for Australia it when was. it came to track cycling. Like we can usually pull a couple of medals when it yeah, comes to track yeah, cycling. Yeah, like minimum of like two or three, and you know we only walked away with the bronze medal in the men's mm. team pursuit. I think the reason behind that there was a lot of athletes that were pretty much getting ready to retire. Mm. A lot of them probably were going to retire a year before that. So uh, we didn't do well at all when there were a lot of expectations, particularly the money that was pushed into the sport at the time. So there was a big review of the team. Um, A lot of athletes were retired and moved or moved on to other disciplines. Um, Yeah, so there's like a fresh new younger team. You know, going in through a new cycle to move towards Paris. Um, Matthew Glates is returning. Uh, Matthew Richardson there in the team sprint. Um, and so particularly what and difference in cycling too between the Olympics and Commonwealth Games is you have um, all the cycling events are actually their own medal sports, whereas at an Olympics you have an omnium, mm-hmm. which combines disciplines. Here you've got sprints, Kieran, you've got the sprints, the Kieran, the pursuit, the time trial, the points rate and the scra- the points race and the scratch race. They're all their own individual <coughs> events <coughs> where at the Olympics they're put into an omnium. Mm-hmm. I guess it's probably just to compress yeah. the, the amount of athletes going also to and the length of time cycling's on there. So, But I think cycling starts the first day and goes right through. Usually does, different yeah. Ones. yeah. Um, diving. So there's 14 divers uh, going. Interesting, 10 women and four men. Uh, you've got some Tokyo Olympians and 2018 bronze medalists. You know, one of note is Melissa Wu, who won bronze in um, Tokyo. Uh, and we just have to remember, like, she was 13 when she made her Commonwealth Games debut in Melbourne in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> I think this might be her fifth Games. Yeah, it's... it's That's a yeah. good legacy in in uh, in any sport, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and she's just coming back from an injury which she sustained on an Australian TV show. SAS Australia, exactly. I was about to say. So, yeah, it's good I was to about come. to say, Melissa Wu from SAS Australia. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've got gymnastics, uh, there's a men's and women's teams have qualified, uh, on the men's team is, um, Tyson Bull, who finished fifth in the horizontal bar Olympic final. And he's actually the first ever Australian athlete to make an Olympic mm. final in artistic gymnastics. Um, and I think the men got bronze, uh, in 2018. So there's a lot of athletes returning from there. Um, uh, there's the rhythmic gymnastics, and so we have our Olympic representative competing as well. And also in rhythmic gymnastics, that's split up into the individual disciplines like mm-hmm. ball and hoop and ribbon, whereas at um, the Olympics, it's all just under the one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got hockey. Um, so the men won gold in 2018, and the women won silver. They lost to New Zealand. Um, an interesting little thing that is the men have actually won the gold medal in every hockey event that's been played. Oh, wow. So I think that's one of uh, the rec- world, uh, an international record as India well. India 
do very well in the hockey. Yep, their their they their women won a gold medal, mm. um, and they always pick up a lot of the minor medals. As like they well. do well at the Olympics too in hockey. They like do, India, yes. it's a yeah, big Olympic, sport. Olympic uh, India were in. Um, the bronze medal match in Tokyo, mm. and they actually knocked Australia yes. out in the quarterfinals. They won one nil, mm. which was very heartbreaking. I remember watching were, it because <laughs> the hockey rees, we know, were ranked third in the world at the time. That was quite a, a heartbreaking mm. loss there. So you know, you don't count India out, but you know, uh, that's a, a good winning streak for the men to have. Like you know, won every Commonwealth Games gold yeah. medal in hockey. Uh, in the men's group, there's New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan, and Scotland. And in the women's group, New Zealand, South Africa. Scotland and Kenya. So I think we'll probably emerge from that. I would the top hope of the so. Table. Yeah. Um, you've got judo, which wasn't on the program um, in uh, on the Gold Coast, but it's been added as a core sport now. Um, you've got 12 athletes qualified and a couple of um, Olymp- Tokyo Olympians there, you know, uh, and lawn bowls, which is another sport that's not on the Olympic program, but it's always right. on the Commonwealth program. Um, 18 athletes selected there. It's like dry land curling. Yes, for listeners exactly. who don't know, yeah. yeah, I personally don't can't really watch. It's lawn not an bowls. exciting sport. It's not an exciting sport at all. But neither's curling. No, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Australia does really well at the Commonwealth Games in, and it's also a chance for like smaller Commonwealth nations. Like you know, you have like Norfolk Island competing in lawn hmm. bowls. Yeah, it's also usually a chance for some of the older athletes. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You know, like yeah, medalists. You know. 60 or 70 years old so mm. you know one of those sports where you can have the older generation um, bring home some medals um, also we've got netball so obviously Australia are the 2018 silver medalists and they lost to England by one point uh, and Australia is the world number one team mm-hmm. at the moment um, a new addition recently for the last few Commonwealth Games is Rugby Sevens, yep, um, which is now a, a cool. core sport now. Makes sense. Yeah, um, and so Australia have their men and women qualified um, based on their world ranking. Um, so there's 16 men's teams and eight women's teams. Uh, the women won silver in 2018, and New Zealand won both the gold medals yeah. on the Gold Coast. I think <clears throat> Fiji got in there as well and yeah. won medals on, on and for their men and women as well. Uh, squash. Uh, there's eight players selected and uh, interesting that Rachel Grinham is she actually won her first medal in Manchester in 2002 oh wow I think she's got seven or eight Commonwealth Games medals yeah that's a long history of being in the sport and that's it's a it's That's a fast sport. Like, it's yes. not It's not lawn bowls. No, and like, you know, I watched the squash um, on the Gold Coast and you sweat a lot in there. Like, there's a lot of sweat to clean up at the end yeah. of the match. Going in, the people going in their cleaners with... Man, this made me thought yet. too. Jesus, Manchester was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. I know. And, if, you know, if you can stay in a sport that for that long, that's a pretty good achievement being selected onto a team, you know, mm. 20 years later as well. Wow. Um, uh, Australia won four medals on the Gold Coast, um, but New Zealand is the top Commonwealth nation. They're, they have a world number one men and I think their female athletes rank number three. So New Zealand will do really well in squash. Australia usually picks up a few medals there. Uh, you've got table tennis. Um, pretty much there's all new athletes have been selected this time around except for a legend of Australian sport. Not many people know her name, but you should, which is Zhang Fang Lei. 
Yep. She, she, she <laughs> look. She's she's never won an Olympic medal, but she's uh, she has seven Commonwealth Games medals. Mm-hmm. But I think she's been to five Olympic Games, and this is going to be her sixth Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Yep. Um, but she's a legend of Australian table tennis. <laughs> let's just true. say. But pretty much all new athletes have yeah. been selected there. Um, also, too, you've got triathlon. Um, so Australia won the gold in the uh, mixed triathlon race. And so interestingly, it's not selected as an Olympic format. It's a sprint format. So the run, the swim, and the bike are all um, go for a much shorter time. Okay. Um, and we got second in the men's there. We do have to say we probably had the disappointing Olympics in triathlon. You know, yeah. ever since Sydney, Australia had, does pretty well in triathlon, could always pick up a medal. Mm. But there was a bit of a disappointment there not even coming close to a medal, but Australian triathlon's in a bit of a rebuilding phase with a, a lot of old athletes retiring and new ones coming through. But I would say that England and New Zealand are probably going to be your medalists there. Great Britain won like four medals in Tokyo, I think, and that's split up between England and Scotland yeah. and Wales now, so I expect those countries will probably dominate the a triathlon there. Also, too, you know, in paratriathlon, so on the Gold Coast, it was when paratriathlon made it so it was wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And now it's been switched switched to vision impaired. Okay. Yeah, I did some side research so that the hosting nation can choose whether they want um, wheelchair or para, or oh, sorry, or vision impaired as for paratriathlon. But you've got to have paratriathlon on every okay at every Commonwealth Games. Yep. Uh, in weightlifting, there's 11 athletes qualified, a couple of athletes um, from 2018 and Tokyo 2020. Uh, and interestingly, a couple of athletes who used to compete for really small Commonwealth nations like um, Tuvalu and Nui have actually become Australian citizens. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, and, of course, wrestling's on there as well in um, uh, in the freestyle, but the team hasn't been selected yet. Yeah. Uh, I. Usually, I think Australia's only picked up a couple of medals here and there. And, of course, it brings us to our big favourite sport, swimming. <laughs> yes. We can the world champs are on at the moment. Yeah, the world champs on is on at the moment. Um, Australia thinks second on the medal table at the world champs. I don't think we'll be catching up to the <laughs> USA. <laughs> but, look, you know, there's been some really good results and some new athletes coming through there as well. Mm. Um, so, for swimming, you which... We've had our selection trials done for that one. Um, there's 27... Um, para-athletes and then 46 able-bodied athletes so you could probably say it's our best sport at the commonwealth games i mean and yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's laughs> and very Olympics, big, yeah. yeah and it's a very big contributor to the medal table there um you know uh so within the men's team you've got kyle Chalmers selected um, who won silver in tokyo in the 100 meter freestyle so i think he's doing butterfly and freestyle he is and i mean i guess it's worth mentioning too like the big news headline over here in terms of selection for the Australian team was Cody Simpson. Yes. Um, the, well, it's one of the, I mean, you'd say pop star, I guess. Yeah. Um, kind of the Australian Justin Bieber, if mm. you will, which mm. I, which is funny because I think he was bigger overseas than he ever was here, which absolutely, is funny enough. Absolutely true. Um, yeah. But I mean, I didn't know this until it was sort of in the news in the lead up to Tokyo and everything. Like he was a swimmer, like before the whole music mm. thing happened. Mm. And, and I've, Bloody good, good one. Yeah. Like, yeah. He vet. had a couple of junior Australian junior records. Yeah, and like his, his parents group, were yeah. both like representative mm. swimmers. Mm. I think at Com Games level. Mm. Mm. Um so yeah, and he's decided he wants to come back to swimming and is not it's not a piss take. Like mm. he's put in the work. Yeah, that's and right. And he his focus is has always been Paris. Mm. 
Um, he just missed out on selection for Tokyo. Yes. And and made, you know, he got literally swam the um, qualifying time mm. to the nanosecond. That's right. It was on the actual qualifying yeah, time. And yeah, and qualified for the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. So good on him. Like, you know, which, which brought us to at the Commonwealth Games, you can send three athletes per nation, but at the Olympics, it's only two. Mm-hmm. So had... Uh, at the Olympics, if he land send three, Cody probably would have made that Paris team, but he just had two other athletes ahead of him on yeah. qualifying times. So. Yeah. So no, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yep, he could very well get a medal. Yeah. Well, he like he, I think he he came second or something in in his butterfly yeah, race. Third, yeah. So yep. So that'll be interesting to see, and that'll make some good headlines there. Um, have Elijah Winnington. So he just is the current. War- 400 meter world champion and also the world record holder. He had a bad Olympics as, as he yeah. even said to himself. So I think this is probably some good redemption for him on the world stage. Uh, Mitch Larkins there, who's been a previous world Olympic and Commonwealth medalist. Uh, Zach Stubbledy Cook. He's just he, been, he came out of nowhere in Tokyo. That's right, as an Olympic champion. And he's a yep. household name now. Exactly like he's broken right. world yep. records and yep. just got another. Yep. Well, he good. won the, the, um, World Championship gold medal the other exactly day. That's right, yep. Um, and then Brendan Smith, who won t- uh, Tokyo bronze as well in um, the medley, re- in one of the medleys. Um, and I guess, you know, our women's team is probably one of the most outstanding. Stacked. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> stacked beyond, you know, there's probably people that aren't on the team that should be there, mm. but as in, you can only send three athletes, but it's probably stacked. Probably one of the best women's swimming teams we've had in a, in a long time over <laughs> generations. <laughs> Bloody good women's swimming Exactly, teams. yeah, yeah. No discredit to anyone that's, you know, come <coughs> oh past. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Um, full of Olympic gold medalists, you've got Emma McKeon and Ariane Titmus who skipped the current world championships to focus on the Commonwealth Games. Which we were talking before recording. It seems weird. Yes. You think they'd want to focus on the worlds? Yes. But you know, and, that, and that's what I said to Brendan. I thought maybe one of the reasons why I just said that they just do not have that media spotlight on them at the mm. world championships, and that comes with no, no, there's no pressure. Oh, it would have been yeah. Titmus v Ledecky. Yes. Two point oh, like it, it look, it would have been mouthwatering to watch. Yeah. But Very not, not, not to be. Yeah. So, but you know that both of both of those girls would do well, and you got Molly O'Callaghan's on the team as well, who has just had a breakout world championship. She's the 100-meter freestyle mm-hmm. champion. She was silver in the 200-meter freestyle. Has, I think, three yeah, or two relay gold medals as well. And mm-hmm. she's got another two events left to go as well. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, overnight, we, for yeah people <laughs> listening, like, we, we blitzed the... Uh, the, uh, um, the four-by-one. What's the word I'm looking for? The... Um, the mixed, mixed, yeah. The Thank mixed, you. The mixed. That's the word I was one, looking yes, for. <laughs> which the USA we thought was going to be a guaranteed gold yeah. medal for them. And they got bronze. Bronze, yeah. <laughs> Canada beat them. Yeah, that's right. Canada got um. Another Commonwealth medal. nation, yeah, by the way. Exactly. So yeah, so the, <laughs> that, that was going to be a good race. race. Yeah, exactly. Came in Birmingham. Um, Meg Harris, who was an Olympic gold medalist in the relay, she's actually I think qualified second for the fifty meter freestyle, which mm-hmm. is held tonight. Um, and, of course, Kaylee McEwen's on the team as well, who's Olympic champion in three events. Um, and she picked Ch- up a world championship. Um, you know, Shana Jack was selected. But She's back. Jack's back. Jack's back. Unfortunately, she had a, a training broke accident and broke her hand, so she had to come back to Australia for surgery. So I hope But she, she reckons she'll be good for the Com Games. Yeah, so. which I hope so, you know, which is some good redemption for her because she had, had a rough couple of years. But, 
you know, she came back with some good times, posing in there. I think she was she's actually ranked second in the world in 100 meter freestyle behind mm. Molly O'Callaghan this year. Good. So I hope good. So best wishes to her for recovery to be back onto the team. Uh, of course, there's three relays in Australia would have to be the favourites in the gold medals for all of those. Uh, the Campbell sisters are skipping mm-hmm. the Commonwealth Games. Kate has openly come out and said that she's gonna she skipped it just to have a, a sabbatical year to try and focus on competing in Paris. Um, Bronte might maybe she's always said that she might look at maybe retiring. So but Bronte's had to deal with more injuries than Kate. That's very true. Um, but she's also taking a sabbatical this yeah, year. Yeah, look, I so. love both of them, but I have said previously, I, I do love it when Bronte upsets Kate. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's just because <laughs> Kate's always like, Kate Campbell, Kate Campbell, Campbell. and she, Bronte is sort of the quieter of the two. That's right. Um, yep. Like she, she pipped her at the Commonwealth Games in 2018. That's right. Like, I don't know. I just, and, and at the World Champs in 2015. Ding? Yes, I think so. Yeah, um, unexpected. Yeah, I yeah. I do like it when Bronte <laughs> yeah <laughs> comes from behind and beats Kate. But so anyway. maybe their sabbatical might turn out to be good, and we might see them. Yeah. in Paris. It would yeah. be interesting to read their book, actually. Yeah, and um, there's going to be the debut of the mixed medley relay, mm-hmm. um, and Australia's uh, has Olympic and World Championships well, you medals think. in that. Yeah, <laughs> again, I think sport can anything can anything, happen. Anything you can would happen think. in sport. Yeah. That Australia would have to be a certainty for. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'd rather be betting. I wouldn't want to be betting against us. Let's put it that no, way. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that wraps up swimming. So, but that'll be exciting. Excellent. Well, so, yeah, it's just, just over a month away mm. before we get underway. And I mean, you talk about the uh, the Athletic World Championships being on overnight. Um, There's going to be some long <laughs> sleepless nights for me. Because, you know, athletics is one of my favorite sports to watch. Yeah. So. But, I mean, I was, I was, about to say, like, with them being in Birmingham, it's going to be the same thing for the yeah. Com Games. Like, it's all going to be, like, the dead of night over here. That's right. So, I guess Just like be a how lot it was of, for Glasgow yeah, and Manchester be a lot of replays, that, like A lot of replays. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, unlike the Olympics, I can't I can't justify taking <laughs> the, no. the time off no. work. Yep. <coughs> Pardon me for the Com Games. But, you know, I'm still working from home four out of five days a week. Mm. Um I, I what I'm assuming you, channel you can, seven you can multitask Brendan you can well, have it watch it on the side and, and that's what I'm saying what I'm assuming channel seven will probably do like the broadcasters here in Australia is probably just play the night before's mm. stuff like replay it mm. during the day mm. um, so I'll just kind of try and, and, it's and avoid it's all going to be live I think during yeah. the night when oh yeah and yeah. and I'll just sort of try and avoid as many results as I can mm. um, particularly for the bigger events mm. and and just sort of have it streaming during mm. the day while I'm while I'm working. Yeah. And you know, speaking of sports coverage too, just on the on the weekend just gone, um, Channel Seven won the Logie, which is a TV show award yes. in Australia, like the out- Emmys. Yeah, for outstanding sports coverage of the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. Good, and rightfully yeah, so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Every four years, it comes around that they win win the outstanding sports coverage award. Did Channel Nine win it for London? Interestingly, that was the only year that. Uh, that uh, the Logie wasn't awarded to an Olympics Games coverage. Funny that. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Andrew will understand that quite <laughs> <He> well. You will. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> look, that that that's really all we've got time for today. Um, like I said, it's it's just over a month away uh, for you know the the Birmingham Commonwealth Games, and and we're both excited. Mm. We'll obviously 
bring you some information during the games. Um, yeah. I'll get doing some more research, you know me. Yeah, I, it, I look, it'll probably be the case of, you know, the two weekends mm. while the games are on, sort mm. of that middle, because the yep. Commonwealth Games start on a Wednesday. Yeah, because um, they're only going for 10 days. Yeah, so I think sort of both weekends we'll mm. try and get together and, mm. and do a bit of a, mm. a recap. Of, and see yeah. what's going on, yeah. So a few more episodes in the pipeline, but until then, uh, where you know, where can the listeners find you if they want to find you? Uh, I'm on Facebook and on, <laughs> on, on Instagram as well. If you're not on Instagram, I'm uh, Hawkeyes underscore, uh, <laughs> or underscore Hawkeyes underscore. Yeah. Look, and you can find me at most places. I'm usually just as Lowy 007. That's yep. sort of my call sign on all social <laughs> media if you want to give us a follow. But that, that'll that'll do us for, for this episode of the Sitting on a Rings mm, podcast. It's good to be able to catch up again and talk some sport. It was. It's <laughs> been it's been far too long, and it's, I totally accept responsibility for that. <laughs> but anyway, look, until next time, uh, we will, yeah, We'll have some Commonwealth Games stuff to talk about. So we'll we'll catch you soon.